0: See you next week. Bye. Stay classy. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is the Democratic Party wants closer oversight of cryptocurrencies. The city's public hospitals creak at the seams under the impact of the peak flu season. And thousands of pedestrians try out the new central to Chai bypass before its official opening. The Democratic Party says it's received more than 20 complaints from people claiming to have been duped into investing in cryptocurrency mining machines, saying they lost about three million Hong Kong dollars. The alleged scam is linked to Wang Jingkit, a man who rose to fame after throwing $100 banknotes from a building in Po last month. The victims say he misled them into buying mining machines for a digital currency called Filecoin, but it turned out that it's not yet tradable on the market. They asked Mr. Wong for a refund, but with no success. The Democratic Party's Raymond Yun, who's helped the victims, says the government needs to step up measures to regulate cryptocurrencies. Stocks or bonds, as an example, uh, all the derivative and all this that uh, trading actually has a really comprehensive regulator and request all the uh, uh, sellers or in- investors to to, to to obey some rules uh, or regulations. However, cryptocurrency is not in the in this list, and so you can see uh, many people or many scammers actually they can take this and as an opportunity to to say something really exaggerative and some we're um, really in control, but without any consequences. Despite deploying extra staff and beds, many of Hong Kong's public hospitals are bursting at the seams as they struggle to cope with the flu season. Eight people, including a child, have died from influenza since the onset of the flu season. Candice Wong has more. Most public hospitals are suffering from serious overcrowding, with the occupancy rate at Cheung O Hospital hitting 128%, the highest in the SAL. In Chun Yanchai Hospital has yet to reach full capacity, but its occupancy rate stands at 95%. Almost 6,000 people went to accident and emergency services yesterday, and nearly a fifth were admitted. Health officials said late last month that extra staff were being hired and about 580 temporary beds were being set up ahead of the onset of the peak flu season to try to ease pressure on the public health system. Tens of thousands of people have taken part in a charity walk on the yet-to-open Central Wan Chai By- Bypass. Many of them took pictures on the new road during part of the 5.3-kilometer walk organized by the community chest. Some of them said they brought extra water amid fears of the lack of fresh air in the new tunnel. The 3.7-kilometer underground section has the world's largest air purification system. The bypass, which connects the Rumsey Street flyover in Central with the Island Eastern Corridor, will open later this month. DAB lawmaker Holden Chow says officials from the U.S. State of, Department of State have told him that there's no plan to change Hong Kong's customs status. The U.S.-China Economic and Securities Review Commission had suggested such a change was likely in light of a trade war. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Chow said he also met U.S. businessmen during his recent visit to Washington, D.C. They told him their confidence in the SAR isn't shaken by the opposition camp's claim that one country, two systems is doomed to fail. They categorically denied any loss of confidence in Hong Kong, and they even went on to say that their investments in Hong Kong will remain unchanged. Over the years, we indeed saw growing foreign investments in Hong Kong. Actions speak louder than words. I think this is valid proof to dismiss opposition's unfair and untrue accusations to Hong Kong. If their allegations were true, foreign companies would move away from Hong Kong with their money. Another senior official at the Pentagon has resigned the third since Donald Trump announced last month that U.S. troops would be withdrawn from Syria. The Chief of Staff, Rear Admiral Kevin Sweeney, is the latest to leave. The BBC's Grant Ferret reports. In a terse resignation letter, Kevin Sweeney said that after two years at the Pentagon, it was the right time to return to the private sector. He said it had been an honour to serve, but made no mention of Donald Trump. His departure follows that of the Defence Secretary, James Mattis, and the department spokeswoman, Dana White. It adds to a sense of uncertainty surrounding the Trump administration's defence and foreign policies since the surprise announcement of the planned withdrawal from Syria. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A French government spokesman has had to be evacuated from his office in Paris after violence broke out during the latest Yellow Vest protests. Benjamin Griveaux told reporters that he and his team had to leave the building through a back door after a digger was used to ramp the entrance. It's never very pleasant to be interrupted at work by people who come in smashing everything with a digger. But I want to reiterate that it's not me who's harmed by this, but our republic, our institutions, our democratic system of government. Sport. In English soccer's FA Cup, two Premier League sides are out to lower league opposition. Huddersfield lost 1 0 to Bristol City, and Cardiff City were knocked out by Gillingham. By the same score, Gillingham's goal scorer, Elliot List, spoke to the BBC. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling. I mean, we had all the optimism in the world before the game. Um, We took it to them. First half, we we soaked up a bit of pressure, but second half, we took the game to them, and I think we deserved it. You've scored a fair few goals this season, but that's got to be one of the most important. Yeah, definitely. I mean, scoring against a Premier League side doesn't happen every day, so yeah, it's definitely one of the best. Cup holders Chelsea eased through to the next round with a 2-0 victory over championship side Nottingham Forest. Spaniard Álvaro Morata got both goals. It could prove to be the last of more than 500 games in English football for Cesc Fabregas, who is likely to join Monaco. It feels like it's uh, last week that I started playing uh, professionally and uh, now it's over 15 years. So yeah, yeah it is a long time. And uh, nothing just uh, for the young players that they, that they start playing, just a little advice to enjoy it every single second because, as you said, time really, really does fly and enjoy every single second of it. Last year's runners-up, Manchester United are also through, but the 2-0 victory over Reading wasn't as comfortable as it seemed, according to interim manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I thought they gave us a few scary moments. I thought Reading played really well and uh, but we through that's the main thing with uh, uh, the quality of the second goal was uh, that was really high and Juan's uh, touch when he gets fouled that, that's also so, so the quality of uh, individuals uh, made us go through uh, i thought reading played really really well we've got a great history and tradition in, in this cup and of course one of my a couple of my best moments on the pitch have been uh, just walking out on a, on a in an FA Cup final so that's one of the things we spoke about in the team talk this is a trophy that uh, means a lot to this club and to the supporters so we're going to give it a go Tonight Fulham take on Oldham Manchester City line up against Rotherham Millwall face Hull Preston play Doncaster Queen's Park Rangers meet Leeds Sheffield play Barnet, and Woking play Watford The late game sees Newport up against Leicester The Asian Cup of Nations is underway in the United Arab Emirates, with the host sealing a 1-1 draw with Bahrain. The BBC's Manny Jazmi was there. This match came to life in the second half. Mohamed Al-Rumehi, who was threatening throughout, gave Bahrain the lead with 12 minutes to go when he shot home a rebound after his header had been cleared off the line. But the UAE equalized controversially with three minutes to go when a penalty was awarded for handball. The ball hit the wrist of Mohammed Mahoon after his teammate had missed the clearing header. Mahoon had only been on the pitch for seconds. Ahmed Khalil dispatched the penalty for his 47th international goal on the occasion of his 100th cap. Overall, though, this was a tepid opening game, and a crowd that was more than 10,000 below capacity for the hosts will be a worry for the organisers. China face Kyrgyzstan tomorrow night in their first game of the tournament. In tonight's games, defending champions Australia take on Jordan, while Thailand play India. Tennis top seed Arina Sabalenka won the Shenzhen Open yesterday after a nail-biting clash against three-time finalist Alison Riske. Sabalenka lost the first set to her U.S. opponent before coming back to win the match 4-6, 7-6, 6-3. The Shenzhen Open was the Belarusians' fifth WTA final in the last ten months and her first international trophy. Cricket, rain has prevented play in the morning session at the Sydney Cricket Ground with Australia struggling on 236 for six in the fourth and final test against India. A huge storm rolled in late afternoon, forcing play to finish half an hour early and the weather is still unsettled. Peter Hanscom is not out 28 and Pat Cummins is on 25. India declared their first innings on 622 for 7 and lead 2-1 to one after victories in Adelaide and Melbourne. They're closing in on a historic first-ever series win since they began touring Australia in 1947-48. To end the news, our top stories once again. The Democratic Party wants closer oversight of cryptocurrencies. The city's public hospitals creak at the seams under the impact of the peak flu season, and thousands of pedestrians try out the new central bypass before its official opening. The news from RTHK. RTHK, radio free. Ladies and gentlemen...